right to hire. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. All right, so I, I quick snuck in as I was run out of time that the banquet was I mentioned Friday. Luckily, I realized I said it was Friday. It's Thursday night. It's the banquet for the Legends for Kids. Um, so if you're planning on going, just remember, it's Thursday, not Friday. Friday, I think, is the football clinic. Um, but go to Sanford, their website, Sanford Sports, and you'll find out the entire schedule for everything. It's cool. I still remember when I was a kid uh, how how incredible it was for me to go to a Boston Celtics camp up in New Hampshire that was run by Larry Siegfried. Larry went to Ohio State. Larry was on that same Ohio State team with Jerry Lucas and John Havlicek. That's a pretty good college basketball team, I'd say. Anyway, Siegfried was on the, you know, he was he was on the Celtic for quite a while, and I actually got to learn from guys like Don Nelson and Tom Satch Sanders, and yeah, I, it was, and several more, you know, and guys that are in the Hall of Fame that were just players on the team at the time. And I was in awe. It was pretty cool. So yeah, that's what these, that's what these clinics are all about. Um, Heather Harden joins us, the, the softball coach over at West Central for the first year. And Heather, was there anybody, I mean, in the softball world, you know, Jenny Finch has been to Sioux Falls several times for clinics and there's the Monica Abbotts and people like that, that if you go to one of their deals, it just, it can be a life changing thing, can it? Absolutely. Um, those ladies, um, they're true competitors and willing to share with the young players. If you have that opportunity to get there, it just, like you said, it's a life-changing event for the for the ladies. Who was your your hero? Who was the softball player that you wanted to be like, or you know, had your batting stance like, or you know what I'm saying? Who was the person you really liked watching the most? Oh my goodness, um, I'm not sure I could name just one. Uh, <laughs> come on, give me one. Oh, um, all right. Give me two. Give you two. Oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, there's a lot of great players out there. Um, you know, every girl wants to pitch like Jenny Finch. I wasn't a pitcher, but I like to play shortstop and, you know, softball was when, when I grew up, softball wasn't the sport it was today. There was a lot of just small teams around and, you know, we, we looked up to our older teammates that were older than us. Um, and that's really how we learned to play. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Montrose. Okay. So so who were the stars in college? I'm I had gonna get myself in trouble. I'm not asking how old you are, but who were the who were the stars in college that you looked up to at the time, aside from Jenny and Monica? Is it that was it pretty much when they were in college that you were into softball? Because you're right. It's different now. It's uh, there are so many more teams and you even look at you know, you look at college softball and how the coverage that it gets on ESPN and you can be watching you can be watching games for weekends leading into the College World Series, which is now down to two, right? Best of three. Yep. Florida yep. State and Oklahoma. But uh, leading up to that, it's 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 almost more fun than when it gets down to two teams, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, you just the, the the field of play that is out there and available, and you know those games bring excitement. Um, just amazing. Uh, players out there. Yeah, you look at what Oklahoma's done. It's almost, well, I can almost mirror this and say your season was like, has been like what Oklahoma's has been like. 
except for they did lose one game. Uh, they've won 57 in a row, but uh, you guys haven't lost a game and didn't lose a game because you won the championship over the weekend. And uh, congratulations on that. Up in Aberdeen, it was the first ever sanctioned state softball tournament. What was that like? Because, you know, softball's been a big deal for you guys for years. It has been for a lot of teams as a club sport. I don't, does it make a difference to you that it's sanctioned all of a sudden? The history of, of our school and our tradition of the club um, has been a big part of our community, but now that it is part of a true sanctioned sport and these girls are recognized as high school athletes also in addition to all they've accomplished in the club, is it's great. It's phenomenal, and we only hope that we'll continue to grow the sport uh, for the state of South Dakota and, you know, across the across the nation as well. So what you're saying is they're going to have to get a bigger sign outside of Hartford as you're driving into Hartford. They always have the signs, you know, that say home of the state champion football team that won, what, five, six in a row uh, state yes. championships. Uh, they're going to need a big honking sign because you got quite a, I mean, you got a dynasty going there. It's uh, pretty impressive. We sure hope that we can put a bigger sign out there. Um, that's for sure. But this is just a, a foundational year uh, for that first first. Uh, inaugural sanctioning and to be a part of the history of that it's it's pretty awesome now larry's a good friend of mine larry masterson whose daughter of course is playing up at south dakota state and you took over for larry i i'm almost wondering what it was like I, and he helps you right he's your assistant coach he is one of the assistants yes yeah talk about what he's done for the program because during all these years that you've been building this dynasty he's been the guy and and, and you know, even to the point of making sure there was a facility for the girls to work out at when the weather was crummy. I mean, you don't find many people that have that much of a passion for the sport that they're willing to do that on their property. Absolutely. Larry Larry is one of a kind. He has, I, I'm not even sure what the words are, but passion, I think, is the one that comes to mind. The way that he has led uh, the previous team's, and the fact that he was willing and able to give me the grace and the trust to be able to take over and lead with him side by side, um, he, I mean, he has a lot of softball knowledge. I would run my scenarios and my thoughts that were in my head past him, and he would just smile and nod, and he'd <laughs> let me work it all out. And then when I would say it, and, and then I'm like, yep, I know I got the right answer because that's the look I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he really is pretty amazing. So, if he disagreed with what you were saying, what was the look? <laughs> oh, it's a look. Uh, he was very, um, it, it was the Larry look that we know, like, okay, try again. <laughs> uh, right. So you knew. I mean, you're you're running all this stuff by him, and he's smiling and nodding his head. You know that it's on the right track. But he gives you one of those, mm, right? Yep. Mm, yep. You know the look. Yeah. Yep. Mm, and then, okay, yeah. let's talk about let's it. What do you this. have in mind? Yeah. I mean, how nice <laughs> is it? How nice is it for you to have somebody like that that you can share all this stuff with? It's awesome. Um, he has, you know, like I said, his daughter Cheyenne playing at SDSU, so he has watched lots and lots of college-level uh, games that, with high-level players, and to have that um, guidance, is it's huge for us. Yeah. you. Uh, I just can't help but to think that, that what's been done, because how many, how many club titles did you win in a row, like, it's, I mean, it's a bunch. 
Yeah, we had six in a row, and I think we've counted. We were at 14, but not consecutively. We had a few in a row, then lost one, then had a, then had our six in a row, and this makes seven. So Wow. Okay. So it's like 13 or 14 as club softball, and now this is the first year of sanctioned softball. So you're starting. Now is when it really counts. I mean, not, in my eyes, all those other ones count just as much as this one, but you're right. Once it is actually... It probably does make a difference to those girls. I wasn't sure if it did, but now it sounds like oh, it does. To wear your school uniform and represent your school in Class A um, at at the state tournament and then to go on to win it, that, that means a lot to all of the girls. And how nice is, is it that there's three classes? Now, I'm not – I am a huge uh, – I, I totally disagree with how many classes we have in some sports. Uh but I think it's softball. When I look at who's in what class, I think it's perfect that there's three. It it felt right just watching the games and kind of following the scores and the games throughout the season. It felt right. Um, we'll see how that continues in the future, but I think that they did a very good job right out of the gate for that. So, actually, Del Rapids came in as the top seed, and I kind of chuckled because, like, what? Uh Although your one game against them this year was a one-run game, that's the only one you had all year, right? Absolutely, yep. So did that inspire the girls a little more that you were two-seed? I think so. Um, it took a little bit of uh, pressure off. You know, we we know what we've got. We know that everybody's coming for us. But to be the two-seed, we were content with that. We'll just sit in there and keep doing what we did all season long, one game at a time, one pitch, one hit, one defensive play, and, and just keep battling through and until we get to the end. Heather Harden's our guest. She is the softball coach of the state champion West Central Trojans, who had quite a year. All right, so you win your two games to get to the championship, um, and you see, oh, oh woo, T beat Del Rapids. They beat the top seed. And you'd had, wasn't T one of your only really, like, single-digit wins? Yes, I think we beat them 7-4 to four in the regular season. Okay. So, and they had scored just a, I mean, they absolutely blew up on Del Rapids too. They scored a boatload of runs. Uh, how, how did you go into that one game? Cause you know, softball's normally a sport where it's a double elimination tournament. Any tournament you play in during the course of the summer is always double elimination. The, the state tournament up in Aberdeen, it's run with the exact same format as a basketball tournament, for example. Right, you lose. Yep. You go into the consolation bracket. You can't come back and win it. Whereas, normally in a softball tournament on a weekend of any kind, any time of the year, you have to lose twice. So, how did you go into this championship game? What was your thought process? I knew T that would be very well coached. They had been playing some good uh, softball towards the end of the season, and Emmy over there does a great job with those girls. So, I knew they were going to throw everything at us. Um, and, and they did. Their pitching was great. Their fielding was outstanding. Um, but what we told the girls before the game is this is what we've been working for all year long. This is all the hard work that nobody sees behind the scenes. And just go out and play your game. And stay relaxed. Be calm. And with Kat on the mound, um, she she brings that presence for us, that, that calmness. And I think that kind of helps feed off of 
uh, feed off of her calm. And these girls like to, to work hard, but they also like to have a little fun. So the dugout is always lively. And we told them to keep that spirit alive. And and whoever was inside the dugout sets the stage for what's going on in the field because when we make noise, good things happen. So. And yet you you hadn't been in very many close games, low-scoring games especially. So you had to be extra proud of the fact that they kept their composure and played really good softball in a different kind of a game that you than you're used to. Absolutely. It was very much a defensive game for us. Um, he hit, had a couple of good hits, but we would get uh, great catches in the outfield. We had a... Um, a a throwdown, uh, runoff little pickle on third base that got us an out, and it was just really that one play at a time. And stringing a couple of hits together, Joss got us going with a big hit, and 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 Kaylee put down a sacrifice bunt for us to score that run across. And and I think once that run went across, we all just kind of went, okay, yep. all right, we've got this one at a time here, and right. and that's really what they did. But you're ahead. That makes all the difference in the world in softball, in particular, because. The final score in a softball game, if both teams are on, it can be one to nothing. Absolutely. All right, Absolutely. let's talk about a couple of your players here real quick. Uh, you, you talked about Cat on the mound. You've also got uh, uh, Ellie Stoffrin, who I know we shot a game during, I think it was the region championship or the Sodak 16 championship where she she threw a perfect game. Now, granted, it was three innings, but she struck out all nine batters. She also hit a two-run homer. I mean, you've got a lot of talent on this team. You know, uh, coaches hope for one or two good players and a couple good hitters, but honestly, I have 15, and that's 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 really um, it's really a testament to the girls and the hard work that they put in. Um, Emily and Cat together, paired together on the mound. I know that I can put either one out there, and they're going to support each other, either defense, either on the defensive side or on the offensive side, and. Uh, Emily brings a fierceness to the mound. She's a competitor. She's always asking for one more rep just so that she can make sure she gets it right. While Kat is more of a uh, a calm, like I had mentioned before, a calm presence on the mound and just digs deep and, and gets it done. And it's a great combination to, be, to have, in addition to a great defense behind either one of them that happens to be on the mound. That has to make it fun for you as a coach, knowing that they oh, can do so many things so well as a team. Absolutely. I know that I could put any girl out there at any time and they could just step right in um, and, and step up if something was needed. So I think I very said, thankful for that. I think I said Ellie for some reason. It's Emily. And Emily, Emily. Yep. and both your pitchers are juniors. Correct. Yes. Okay. So we're looking forward to see how they continue to grow for one more year. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing everybody else is not so happy about that, right? <laughs> Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but here's the deal. When you've had such a great tradition, uh, the, the nice, you know, a lot of times in, regardless of what the sport is, you can have these little, little windows where you've got star athletes and then they graduate and then that's it for a while. When you've got a, when you've got a, a tradition like West Central did in football, like West Central has done in softball, like Madison did in gymnastics when they won 18 consecutive state titles. When you've got that kind of tradition, the little girls in Hartford want to grow up to be those big girls in Hartford pitching for the Trojans. And I'm guessing there's there's just an automatic pipeline that you don't even necessarily have a lot to do with other than to appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, we hosted a, a, a pitching clinic 
this winter and had some of those little little girls in. And during the tournament, I got a video um, wishing us well from uh, the girls that were all dressed in their team uniforms that had was cheering, let's go Trojans. And we had our welcome home on Sunday. And as we're the fire department and the ambulance crew from Humboldt are, and Hartford are driving us through the through the town of Hartford, there was, you know, girls out there waving and cheering and some had signs and it it, it was just really an awesome experience to know that these girls look up to the ones who are working so hard and to continue to build that tradition. We hosted a Trojan, uh, little Trojan, future Trojan night um, at one of our games and the next day I, I helped coach my daughter's team and the next day I'm looking around at the field and I'm like, I'm seeing the same hairstyles here. Like they were just picking up every little thing um, that those players were doing uh, from how they dressed to their, I saw differences in stance and girls diving. And it was really great to see um, that level of, of, of competitiveness come out of them just by being a part and seeing a part of these girls. Well, and that's beautiful because those girls, they, they can rub shoulders with them. They, they see them in the grocery store or they see them out and about around town, in addition to seeing them on the softball field. And when you get to know them, you're, you're even, you're going to be even more emulating what they do. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I think that's one of the benefits of making it a sanctioned, uh, high school sport is that they see them in other activities. They see them on the basketball court or maybe the volleyball court, court on track or, or golf, all those things. And to have that connection, um, is really great, and that's what sports is all about. It's about building those connections um, and aspiring to be uh, leaders and champions in the future. So how did you get into softball, by the way? <laughs> I actually started coaching when I was in high school, um, back when it was just, you know, um, hometown games. There were no club sports. I I was a junior, maybe a senior, and they didn't have a coach for the younger girls, and I'm like, ah, I'll do it. I'll take it, um, and that was my first First dabble into softball. I started um, with my coach when I was probably five or six and just kept playing through the years. And um, it's just a sport I've, I've grown to love. And how old are your kids now? Um, my oldest daughter is um, 19. I coached her at the Hartford Sparks in the club level, and they've all aged out. And my uh, youngest daughter is uh, 12 playing in the 14-year team here. So. <laughs> Got a few years yet for her. Well, yeah, she she's she's got six more years to play for you in high school, right? Yes. <laughs> wow, that's fun. What's that like coaching your daughter? By the way, um, I think coaching your daughter is probably one of the hardest people you could ever coach. Oh. And I I would almost guess it's harder for. I I don't know this. I've got three sons. I've been told a mother daughter relationship can be by far and away the most challenging. Is that correct? Yeah, I would say so, especially on the out on the field. Um, I think they have a hard time distinguishing between mom hat and coach hat. Um, but once you can get that rhythm, the memories that you can make together, it, it's it's time we'll never forget and always appreciate. Absolutely, that's that's why I asked. I, I, regardless of any of the challenges, it's time you're spending together, and it's lifetime memories you're creating. Absolutely. Well, speaking of lifetime memories, congratulations on that uh, first state championship as a sanctioned team. And you're, what, 15th? Is that right? Or 14th? 14th, I believe. Okay. I think we counted. This might be 15th now. So. All right. 
All right, so the football team's got some doing to catch up to you. No. <laughs> yep, you just threw down the challenge for them. <laughs> All right, well, congratulations, and uh, have a great summer. All right, thank you so much. You bet. Heather Harden, the head coach of the West Central Girls softball team, State A champs. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason, and it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you, and that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly or... can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. 
And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Good to be with you on a really busy day today. Augustana's baseball team has taken on New Hampshire, Southern New Hampshire, at the College World Series. Uh, they got a win today to keep their season going after losing that heartbreaker on Sunday. I went to the watch party, and uh, it looked like they had it won. They were up one nothing in the eighth inning, runners on first and second uh, for the defending national champs who went to lay down a bunt to sacrifice, and the batter pulled his bat back, and they picked the runner off second. I thought, that's uh, that's it. When you pull off a play like that, you're going to win. They ended up hitting a two-run double and a two-run homer and scored four runs in the bottom of the eighth inning to win the game. But Augie sure played them tough. Anyway, they're down 6-4 in the seventh inning of the game today, and they have to rally and win that game. State golf tournament going on in Rapid City, in Pier, and in Watertown. I'll have a complete recap for you tonight on Dakota News Now with some highlights, hopefully, from each of those places. Um, and that's it. That's the last high school event of the year, sanctioned sport. This is the last state championship, uh, and then we're done for the summer. And then we start up again August 18th or whatever the first football game is. Yikes. That'll be here before you know it, too. Um, and if this all makes you hungry thinking about all this, go to Arby's. Because they'll take care of you, whether you just want the the standard roast beef or you want something new, because they always have new things on that menu, you can do it at Arby's. They've got the meat. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.